The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 84th seed, a 1992 action platformer from Capcom, Mega Man 5! And its opponent, the 45th seed, a 1989 run-and-gun adventure from Sunsoft, Vester's Quest! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round one, fight! And welcome to episode 10 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we attempt to find the best game for the Nintendo Entertainment System by means of a big tournament, one matchup at a time. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And last week, uh, we saw Mega Man May roll on as Mega Man 4 pulled off the tournament's first upset, knocking out Gradius. Uh, and today we have Mega Man 5, hoping to repeat that. Uh, against uh, Mega Man 5 is the number 84 seed in our tournament. Fester's Quest is number 45. Uh, as always, these seeds are based on IGN's list of the 100 greatest games uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So uh, we begin every week with the underdog. So we're right back into Mega Man. We've got two weeks left in Mega Man May. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do with ourselves once June rolls around. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But just some facts about Mega Man 5. Uh, it's another action platform game from Capcom. Uh, it was released in Japan in 1992, uh, came out uh, in the, in North America in 92, uh, and then in Europe in early 93. Uh, this takes place immediately after Mega Man 4, where Proto-Man, uh, Mega Man's brother and ally, um, has turned heel and is now attacking the world uh, and has kidnapped Dr. Light, which is bringing Mega Man against Proto-Man. Um, IGN... I didn't know it was, he was his brother. That was... I didn't know that. I yeah, know yeah, that was a. I don't know if that gets revealed late in four, and we just didn't make it that far in our hour, or if that's new news in five. Um, but yeah, his brother and ally, Proto Man, uh, according to the description. Um, Lucas uh, Thomas from IGN says Mega Man Five is one of his favorites in the series, uh, and calls it the easiest of the bunch to casually pick up and play through. And that's definitely something I found, uh, is that this is the easiest of the games that we've played so far in the Mega Man series. Um, 100%. <laughs> yeah. there. I do also feel like um, the parts that weren't easy were cheaper than uh, some of the other things. Like, there was a lot of, like, you know... This animation doesn't start until you're in midair, and then all of a sudden there's a thing falling on you, and you can't avoid getting hit by it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that in this one. Um, before we get fully into our opinions on the game, I did find one other cool fact about this one, uh, which is that uh, Capcom uh, teamed up with Nintendo Power when they were working on Mega Man 5, uh, requesting fan submissions uh, to create the new villain characters for this one. Uh, and so all eight of the Robot Masters in Mega Man 5... Uh, were designed by fans. 
Uh, they got 130,000 character submissions uh, before narrowing it down to Starman, Gravity Man, Gyro Man, Stone Man, Crystal Man, Charge Man, Napalm Man, and Wave Man uh, this time around. So yeah, so let's let's uh, let's talk about our experiences with it. How uh, did you agree with Lucas Thomas from IGN that this one was a little easier than uh, one, three, and four were? Yeah, I think this one wasn't as like nerve wracking as like four or one. Yeah. Um. I yeah, I agree. It's definitely easier. I think this one was definitely the one that a lot of people could uh, get used to Mega Man <laughs> because it has all his classic. You know, it has a slide, it has all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, the bosses were cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I would say, though, that this is probably the weakest out of all the Mega Mans that we've played so far. I would agree with that as well. Um, it's, um, But I do, I mean, I, I still really enjoy it. It's still a really good Mega Man game. But um, after having played one and four the last two weeks, like this is this is the weakest of, of the batch so far. Um, I had a couple of of notes that I made just of my my personal experience. I already mentioned that uh, it felt a little cheaper uh, than previous games. It's easier overall, but uh, it felt like some of the enemies took way more hits to kill this time around, yeah. or they would attack you from an angle where you almost have to get hit by them first before you can inflict any damage back. That, um, yeah, which was a little I annoying. Felt, I, felt that, I felt that a lot where like the final bosses. You would just like I don't care if you hit me. I'm just gonna go and get yeah. Like health, it was weird. Like the other games, I was like worried about health, and this one, I was like, oh, I have to get hit to get past this. Yeah. <laughs> so. I feel like it was a little more generous with the power ups than previous entries in the series too. So like I, I f- looked it, yeah, I looked it up, and yeah, the power ups in this game either people say that they're useless or people say they're way overpowered. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even like the like finding uh, extra lives and like the E canisters to refill your health. Like, I feel like those were way easier to find this time around than in previous games. So when you are, you know, you're battling Stone Man, you can basically, you know, D and D Paladin it and just go, you know, <laughs> Leroy yeah. Jenkins after him and just absorb a lot of punishment and then just use an E canister and keep fighting. So, yeah, uh, I agree. It was. Uh... A lot easier. <laughs> I yeah. remember, like thinking about it. Yeah, this game was. I think they probably got a lot of because four was pretty hard. Four was really hard. So yeah, I think they're just like okay, Nintendo Power. You know, they're doing the contest. We should make it for everyone can play. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I and I think I hadn't really thought about that aspect of it, but I think you're probably right that like you know yeah. the kid that came up with Gyro Man is going to want to make it to Gyro Man. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I hadn't thought of it in that context, but that makes a lot of sense. Because uh, it, yeah, because four four was super hard, which it felt like was an intentional move on their part because they had given him the Mega Buster and they'd given him the slide. It's like, well, if we're giving him these extra abilities, we need to ramp yeah. up the difficulty to make up for it. And they may have kind of overcorrected in five with uh, like, okay, well that was too hard, um, and just kind of the pendulum swung the other way. Uh, one other note I had about five, and I almost hate to bring this up, but did you find Napalm Man's level a little racist? <laughs> no, what happened? Well, like, you know, it's definitely set in, like, South Asia somewhere. Like, you know, we dropped a lot of Napalm on South Asia in 
Vietnam. And, you know, granted that was Vietnam and this level looks more like it's probably like India or Bangladesh or something because it's more jungly and more like tigers and stuff. Uh, which I don't really associate so much with Vietnam. I just felt weird to do, like, you know, Napalm Man and then have it in the like relative area of the world. Yeah, it'd be like having, you know, Atomic yeah. Man, you know, and the whole level is Tokyo or whatever. I just feel... Just, <laughs> you know, thinking about it now, I'm like, holy crap, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just it just felt kind of icky while I was playing. It was a fun level, but, uh, yeah, just... it. It, it just struck me as a little weird. Maybe racist is too strong a word, but it was a... It just it felt weird. Um, it, yeah, it's just at the time. It's like, we don't think about it, but now it's like, ooh. Right, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't how we saw things in 1992, but, you know, with 2020 hindsight, we're like, oh, yeah, I don't know that I would have done that. Uh, so, had you played five before? I feel like I had like when it was new, but I don't know that I played it since. It wasn't one that I owned. Uh, no, I haven't played five before. This is my first time playing it. Well, I did hear about it because Proto Man. You know, people love Proto Man, and they say that that's like his game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was okay. Obviously, this Mega Man. I was like a little like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that compared to one and four. Uh, yeah, because one is the original and four, you got like the slider and the hole, like the mega, the mega buster. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like the first like real like level up in the series. Right. Uh, was going and you up know what four. else is crazy or what else I think. Uh, I didn't enjoy Mega Man 5 as much as the others, is the music. I didn't think the music was that great. Agreed. Uh, and I wonder if we would feel that way if we hadn't just played 1 and 4, where the music is spectacular. But I don't remember... Like, I'm trying, just trying to think. There's not a Mega Man 5 level or boss yeah, theme that I can just kind of recall at the drop of a hat, as only... I can with a lot from 1 and 4. Right. There's only one theme I like, but I can't really say it until we go into where we left off. But got you. Okay. <laughs> my favorite. Like that, that. There's only one theme I like. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I like it. But <laughs> yeah, that's not a great, not a great ratio. Um, yeah. One game that uh, I had definitely played as a kid. Those of you that follow uh, Kings of Consoles on social media will probably have seen the video of me. Christmas morning, 1989, transfixed by the number 45 seed, Fester's Quest, um, which is, yes, Uncle Fester's Quest is based on the 1960s television series The Addams Family, uh, released by Sunsoft in 1989. Uh, basic story, Fester is outside moonbathing and sees aliens invading, and so he grabs his blunderbuss and goes off to save the city. Uh, despite its high ranking on IGN's list, uh, it's number 45 uh, best NES game, Games Radar rated it as the 73rd worst game made for the NES. Uh, it's a very kind of polarizing <laughs> game, uh, in part because there's a bug in the US release, which is obviously the one that we played, where Fester's bullets collide with walls and objects, making it more difficult to hit enemies. Uh, that was fixed by the time it was released in 1990 in Europe. Um, 
so yeah, that was definitely my experience. Uh, was the especially the like the boomerang yeah. upgrade? If you had the like second level of it where it's got a really wide path, that weapon is useless in the sewers. <laughs> like there is no point in having. You have to be like on top of your enemies to hit them, uh, or like stand sideways. Um, so yeah, my first main note about this is that I really, really hate the weapon system. It, yeah, it's it's really like bad. It. Like the blue, blue. The, you'll just see like weapon things that you can pick up. If it's blue, it upgrades. If it's red, it downgrades. Uh, but like you know, some of the upgrades are actually worse than what you're upgrading. Uh, like I mentioned, the, the boomerang thing. Like the narrow boomerang doesn't do as much damage, but it actually hits things. So I spent a lot of time like downgrading my weapons intentionally just so that I could hit things. Uh, even though like the next level up would have been better because like that black bolo gun is way better than the boomerangs. That that's what I, I was wondering. I'm like, what is he shooting? Is it a gun that shoots everything? I like, guess, what? yeah. <laughs> it's um, that's really weird. Um, another Tell us about the story. So this is Adam's family. Yes. <laughs> but and, and that's one of my notes Adam? is. One of my notes is, is there any reason this had to be an Adams Family game? Like, right. there's nothing other than the fact that it's Uncle Fester and that you can, like, go into houses and, like, Wednesday or Thing will, like, give you items. Give you weapons or items, yeah. But, like, other than that, like, I, I don't know. It feels like it's a huge missed opportunity. Because, like, yeah, the Adams Family is a funny show and it was a funny comic strip and... That, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Adam Family Values and these movies haven't come out yet. So this was all based off the old TV show. Yeah. Yeah, this so, is the I, Nick at Night reruns. Uh, right. basically... so who knows the kids at, what, 80, when did this come out? 90? 89. 89. Who knows if they would have known. I mean, they probably would have known Adam's Family, but. Yeah, I was like, I knew them from Nick at Night reruns. but Right. Like, so I knew who the characters were, but, it, like, it. This doesn't. There's no way that this feels like an Adams Family game. Like it doesn't have any of that humor. It barely has the characters. Like you could just slap any sort of license on this, and it would be the same game. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, that's definitely. They're like, we need to sell this game. Let's just put Adams Family in it. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It almost feels like Sunsoft was developing just like a generic overhead shooter, and then like you know whatever studio owned. Adam's family was like, "Hey, we want to make an Adam's family game." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, we've got this. Let's just." It's like the yeah. the stories about the home improvement Super Nintendo game, where that was supposed to be something else entirely, and then somebody came to him and was like, "Hey, we want to make a home improvement game." It's like, "Okay, well, we'll just turn the guy in our game into Tim the Tool Man, and hey, you got a home improvement <laughs> so, game." So weird, but yeah, I felt that in this game, like most of it, like. This license shouldn't be. It doesn't make sense. With the yeah. Game. <laughs> but, and it's not like, you know, the NES was incapable of, like, having the kind of humor that, uh, you know, that, that Adam's family would need to be done well. Like, you know, Skater Die 2, for all its faults, like, that was a funny game. Like, it had elements, like, serious, humorous elements in it. Yeah. Um, when we get to like Maniac Mansion, which is coming up later in the tournament, that game is hilarious. Um, but I don't know. It just felt like a, a major missed opportunity 
to to make this be the Adams Family game. Yeah. Especially since it's so hard. It's hard. It's really hard. This might be the hardest game we've played so it's far. Like you get touched and you die. You die. Then game over. You got yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. You get you get two hits at the beginning of the game until you find a way to upgrade your health. Two hits before you die, and then you respawn at the beginning of the game. Even okay, if you man. you get to keep your weapons and items, but you're like literally like if you are fighting. A boss, you go back to the beginning of the game if you die. Um, so a little bit about the mechanics of it. We talked about how it's like an overhead shooter. So you're basically you're walking through like the ruined streets of town, shooting alien monsters, and then really you bugs. They look like spiders. it's a lot of bugs. Yeah. yeah, it's bugs and slime. Like it's like your most basic, you know, JRPG enemies. Um, and then you can go down in the sewers to like you know, transverse the town to areas you can't get to because of, you know, destroyed streets or whatever. Which is an interesting idea. Um, the sewers are super hard, especially when you have that, the wide boomerang weapon and you can't hit anything. Um, it took me a while before I remembered that you could use light bulbs to light up the sewers so you don't yeah. have to do it in shadow. Um, so that I wasted a decent amount of time getting killed in sewers, trying to fight everything in shadow. Um, <laughs> and then eventually you get into buildings where it turns into like the crummiest first person shooter. Like uh, there was a game that launched with windows 95, whose name I'm blanking on, but it was basically like a maze runner type game where you know like you you press forward one and then you can turn left and go down that it's that only super confusing and then sometimes it just takes you into another area of the game and then sometimes it puts you in front of a giant boss who's super hard to kill um yeah the boss bosses are weird in this game yeah yeah. That's another cool thing. I like the the transition of the room. Like when you go to the buildings, it goes like into like Doom style. Yeah. Third person, like what? Yeah. First person view. Yeah, and again, like that would be a great opportunity to have some, you know, some kind of Adams Family references, some kind of jokey, like, you know, even if it's just like when you turn on the lights in the sewer, if like Fester had the light bulb in his mouth, like. That would be an Adams family reference. Like he yeah. like carries an electric charge and can turn on light bulbs in his mouth. But they just I don't know. Just felt like a lot of missed opportunities. It was fun, but it was way too hard and it it was it did not at all take advantage of the license. Nah. So that's, those were my two big issues with it. But yeah, it is one of those games where apparently a lot of people remember. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. People had this game, and I was like, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you said, you know, that it transfixed me at age seven. Like, there's that video that's on our Facebook and Twitter pages of me playing it and blinking twice in the span of 61 seconds. Um, I saw the video. I was like, dude, did it freeze? Oh, no. It <laughs> nope. That was me. You can tell it's, it's, it's live when the tongue starts coming out. Uh, yeah. I was uh, I was talking to my mom yesterday, and she was like, "Hey, thanks for posting that video of the giant pile of garbage behind you." 
what, what people must think of your mother. It's like, well, they think that we got a lot of cool Christmas presents when we were seven. Yeah. Exactly. You guys were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, those are basically my memories of Fester's Quest were at age seven, it being super hard. Uh, and at age 37, it's still super hard. So not much has changed. Um, you wanna, do you have anything else you wanted to add on, on Fester's Quest before we start getting into uh, comparing how far we got? Uh, no, I think we're good. I did like the added family music at the beginning. Yes, yeah, the, that, that was, was a fun good. little 8-bit okay. cover of that. that. And that's it. That's like the only thing that's from Adam's family that's okay. Pretty much, yeah. Except for like the the still images of characters when you go in it's like Wednesday has given you potions and it's just a and picture look, of Wednesday. They look so miserable. And what are they doing in those houses? Huh? Like what are they doing in those houses? Why aren't they, you know, right. in the Adams family mansion or helping you fight monsters? Like Lurch would be super effective in some of those fights. That, that's the thing. You should have been able to pick, like, the whole family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, you know, RPG style, like, you know, add to the party. And so, you know, by the end of the game, you got the whole gang running around with, you know, blunderbusses. You're thing. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. See, we should have made this game. We should have <laughs> made this game. We need to travel back in time to when I was seven and you were two? Two. Two, yeah. Two, three. No, you were born in. I was one. You were one. You were, yeah. You were born in eighty eight. You were born the same year as Malia. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess let's let's start uh, with Mega Man Five. Uh, we've been just kind of basing our our progress on how many of the bosses we beat. Uh, I made it to basically all of them. Yep. Um, Except for Wave Man, which I just ran out of time on his level. I did feel like the levels were longer this time around to kind of make up for the lack of difficulty. You know what it was? It was a lot of, like, I felt like there's a lot of mini-bosses in the levels. Like, yes. Like, a lot of, like, giant yes. enemies. And I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely have notes on that next week when we do uh, Mega Man 6. Because there's a mini boss in Plant Man's level in that game that I have thoughts about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I don't remember them being such a big deal in four. Like four kind of had what no. the others had, where there would be like that, you know, that big jumpy guy or like, you know, the big enemies that shoot tinier enemies at you. But I didn't feel like there were as many like, you know, this could be a boss, but it's not. It's like the midpoint of the level. So yeah, that's probably why it took me longer to get through all of the levels and why I ran out of time before I got to the eighth boss. Yeah. Um, but I actually only wound up beating one of them, uh, which okay. was Stone Man. Um, but I got close to beating Charge Man, Gravity Man, and Star Man. Um, and then I just I got beat by the rest. See, and so I got... My time ended right when I got to uh, what's his name, uh, Proto Man's Castle. So I beat. Oh wow! Levels. You beat all eight. Yeah, but the thing is, like, the the powers are so. If you go the right order, the powers are so broken. Yeah, that's. So I Star think Man, you're supposed to start with Star Man, mm -hmm. 
and the move he gets is just like kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to, you know, next year when Mega Man May rolls around and we're playing these, I need to to look up the the play order because I I yeah. just I intentionally didn't because I wanted to try to figure it out myself, and uh, I think that cost me a lot because I didn't. I think Starman was the sixth one i tried so yeah so be, i didn't yeah have, to be hit. fair i uh i didn't look it up i just remembered from like when the last time i played and like the way i should go i believe i did one of the ones wrong but at the time i think uh like i said i think the powers you get from the bosses are really overpowered in this game yeah so if you save those for the boss fights you usually beat your boss right away that's why i'm like you know what? I don't care if you hit me, because I'm going to heal up every level. <laughs> right. And just you're going to die because of my power. So. Yeah. Because yeah, because I tried. I think I went basically in like almost alphabetical order uh, yeah. when I did mine, which is why like I made it all right. Like I I got close to beating like Charge Man and Gravity Man, but if I had done Star Man first rather than sixth, I would have had his power up. Against yep. Gravity Man and Gyro Man and Stone Man. Uh, Stone yeah, Man I was able to beat is... with just the Mega Buster. Um, but the others, yeah. I didn't. So, lesson learned. Next time, do some research. Sure. Like Mega um, Man 2, I remember the order because I played it so much as a kid. Um, but, there you go. But I didn't do that for any of the others. And, um, uh, the, the best song the best sound, the song I liked was Proto Man's Castle. That, oh, okay. Yeah, that that theme is really good. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's that's one more for you. So that's so you have now taken the lead back, right? I think so. Yeah, I've I think lost so track well. of where we were. We were, I think it was like eight to eight. Yeah, and then two ties. All right, so now it's nine nice. to eight. As every week, we uh, we have a kind of a running competition to see who makes it farther in more games. Uh, Ricky has now taken the lead. Uh, and I think you probably think... beat me in Fester's Quest too, because you so, you made reference to bosses. Oh, okay, <laughs> I only made it to the first boss. That's oh, that's as far as I made it as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the first boss killed me. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I thought when you said bosses that you had made it to the second one, no, uh, but no, that first I... one with like the Mister Fantastic extending arms so was dumb. just so hard. <laughs> Because, like, I remember, like, what you're supposed to do is, like, get in close to him, drop a bomb, and then run away. Get in close, drop a bomb, run away. But I just, I couldn't get the timing right to get in close enough to not get hit twice and then go back to the beginning of the game. So, that... it's, Yeah, it was super hard. I know I saw videos after just because I was curious. Mm -hmm. And people just stay in the middle. They just stay in the middle, go, like right left and then keep shooting at it i was like it's huh. that easy <laughs> interesting all right well yeah good to know yeah so next time you know if this moves on to the next round <laughs> <laughs> now i know uh all right so yeah so that's uh, so you are uh, that's our third tie in 10 episodes you've got a nine to eight lead with one week left in Mega Man may next week uh, the winner of this is going to face Kid Icarus in round two. That's um, going to be exciting. That's going to be really <laughs> exciting. I'm I'm excited to play Kid Icarus. Yeah. Um, 
So we did our, our usual online vote, uh, and it was a bit of a landslide. Mega Man 5 got 91% of the online vote uh, between Facebook and Twitter. Um, how did you find it? Which one? Uh, which one? Oh, man. I'm trying, I'm really trying, like, not to pick Mega Man and Mega Man May. Right. Just because, you know. But I, I'm going to give it a Mega Man 5. I, I am too. <laughs> yeah. I think there were some good ideas in Fester's Quest, but the game itself never really like gelled into something that was as good as it could have been. Yeah. Whereas Mega Man 5 was what it was. It wasn't as good as 1, 2, 3, and 4. But it was still, you know, it was still Mega Man. It was still a really, really good side-scrolling platformer with good weapons and... Yeah, I yeah, it's it's pretty comfortably Mega Man Five for me. Even though I'm like you, like I don't, I don't want to see Mega Man run the table <laughs> in Mega Man May because that's just super predictable. But but uh, these games are a classic for reason. I will say this: Mega Man Five so far, it is the weakest out of all the Mega Mans we've played on Mega Man May. Yes, that so, I would definitely agree with. Um, so I wonder if Six will, you know. Yeah. There's only, thrown it or <laughs> there's only one Thursday left in May, so we will see Mega Man Six next week. Uh, wrap up Mega Man May as it takes on, honestly, the game that I feel like just based on you know audience reaction and my own memories from childhood maybe has the best chance of knocking out a Mega Man game, which is another Capcom side scroller, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, which oh, is the man. 71 seed against Mega Man 6 is 58. Uh, so, yeah, so join us next week uh, when we talk about that. Um, of course, you can go on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. You know, we're basically anywhere you can get your podcast if you want to listen to past episodes. Uh, you can check us out at challenge.com slash kings of consoles if you want to see the bracket itself. Uh, and then that way, if you want to, you know, put a bug in our ear about uh, how you think Miss Mickey Mouse Capade should beat Ninja Gaiden 2, the Sword of Chaos, or sorry, Dark Sword of Chaos, uh, then yeah, that's that's your chance. You can look and see uh, what's coming up in the coming weeks. We also have the dates uh, for each of those episodes in the challenge bracket, uh, so you can start to plan ahead. Uh, like I said, next week is Mega Man 6 against Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, we uh, do have the, the polls still up on Facebook and Twitter if you want to make your pick there. Uh, that's uh, facebook.com slash kings of consoles, at kings of consoles on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can contact me directly at loopydate on Twitter. And you can find me at ricky4518. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about before we let the folks go and uh, fire up the NES and start playing another Mega Man game? No, man. Just play games. Play old games. They're great. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pat Dooley. Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.